they had already labelled her never to do anything, never to be able to walk, talk or do anything. But I see the determination in her. I will not let the disability make her be disabled. Chris's daughter Rachel was diagnosed at age three with a rare genetic disorder. After battling against doctors who didn't believe her and even accused her of mistreating her daughter, Chris developed a fierce determination to trust her own instinct when it came to knowing what was best for Rachel. I'm Celia Filkey and this is Messages of Hope. Rachel has a determination and zest for life, even though she has a child's mind and outlook in the body of a 26-year-old. Mum, Chris, has made it her mission in life to make sure Rachel is given every opportunity to fulfil her potential, despite being born with a rare genetic disorder. When you see Rachel out and about, she's a small 140 centimetre little girl. She's got the mindset of a six or seven year old. However, she's also very, very, very clever in lots of ways. And you've got to unearth that cleverness. People don't always see what we see. I'm very, very strong on looking beyond a disability. She has abilities and we just have to unlock that ability. So looking beyond the disability actually inspired you and your husband, Noel, to start a business for Rachel. How did that come about? It sort of basically came about when Rachel got to the end of her schooling and she said to me, Mummy, what job can I do? There was no way she could hold down a job with her intellect. However, that planted a seed in the back of my mind. And then it was through me being at the Brossa Farmers Market alongside Brian Pearson, who at the time was Brossa Gourmet Confections. He um, was like a grandpa to my girls. He was 90 years old and he was still making chocolates. And he kept saying to me, this is something Rachel could do. She could do these chocolates. I dismissed it for a few years. And then one day he said to me, I think it's time for me to retire. And he wanted Rachel to do it. And I thought, yeah, let's do this. We could do this for Rachel. We could employ her. And so Ability Chocolates was born. How did you come up with the name? Brian had a passion for people with disabilities and he could see lots of positive things in Rachel. When we took it over, Brian worked with Rachel for a little while, which was really nice. So we wanted um, to select a name that resonated with that. So hence, Ability Chocolates comes from the word disability. You get rid of the dis and you create ability. That's awesome. So how has Ability Chocolates made life better for Rachel? When we first talked about it with my husband Noel and myself, we always said it was never going to be about money. It was going to be about giving Rachel a purpose. So I make sure that Rachel has the ownership of it. We talk about everything, where we're delivering chocolates, what we need to make and who they're for. She does all the delivering with her support workers. They drive her. So... When she goes to businesses, they see her. Mm -hmm. And that's what we wanted, Rachel, to be seen for them to know that she's doing this. And the businesses are fantastic. Rachel actually has difficulty with making the chocolates. Mm -hmm. But what Rachel loves is the packaging and labelling. She will sit and label for hours. The repetition is, yep. is great. It's given Rachel a purpose. It's giving her confidence. It's people seeing her in our community and acknowledging who she is, the syndrome she has, and yet they look at her and don't judge her. I love when we walk down the street, we go shopping, everyone's going, hi Rachel, morning Rachel, g'day Rachel. That's what I want. I want people to know who she is and be accepted. 
Coming up, we'll go back to the early days of Rachel's life and the challenges that the family needed to overcome. After battling against doctors who didn't believe her and even accused her of mistreating her daughter, mum, Chris, has found positive opportunities for her daughter to thrive, despite a rare genetic disorder at birth. Rachel's now 26, but it wasn't an easy road. In the early days, oh, it was hard. Rachel was born premature, so doctors always said you need to give her two years to catch up. Two years came and went and she wasn't catching up. So what sort of things had you noticed? She wasn't able to walk. She couldn't talk. She was able to eat food, but she just wasn't gaining weight. She wasn't hitting any of the milestones. When Rachel was two, we had a doctor who, checking Rachel over, just took her out of my arms and said to me they wanted to keep Rachel to fatten her up because they actually did insinuate that we were unfit parents. That's a, that's they, a really they, tough thing. <laughs> oh, I was really angry. They just assumed they wouldn't listen to me. As a mum, you have this instinct and no one would listen to me. So they put her on a high-fat drip diet. It was so rich that she just kept vomiting. She just couldn't handle it. And after the seventh day, the doctor came back in, seeing if she gained weight, but she had not gained not one ounce, not one ounce. The doctor had no, no explanation. And I said, now do you believe me that there's something not right with my little girl? And he just shrugged his shoulders. I took my little girl out the hospital and I never saw him again. That must have been awful. So what happened? Just before her third birthday, when we were in hospital and Rachel had bronchiolitis, there was a doctor walking past our room and I was so scared that he was going to take her away again. But he explained to me that he was a genetic doctor and he said, I'm pretty sure I know what she has. He did the blood test and they had found the syndrome. How did you feel when you actually got a diagnosis? Oh, so relieved. It wasn't what I wanted, but I was so relieved that finally, finally we had an answer. The medical diagnosis we got was Wolf-Hirschhorn syndrome. From then on, it was really hard because it was so rare. So we had to find and source information ourselves. The doctors didn't know how to help us. Oh, wow. What was the prognosis? She was like a nine-month-old child. So they were already saying her past will be her future. She wasn't walking, she wasn't talking, she wasn't able to dress herself, she couldn't do anything. In other words, she won't do much. They also told us that she probably won't live much past 10 years of age. So it was all down, it was all down. Everything was bad. How do you deal with that? This little girl was a determined little girl. Right around her third birthday, one day when I was feeling really down and really sad for myself, she stood against our lounge and she let go and took two steps. I distinctly remember thinking, if she can take two steps and show me that she's determined to walk, then we need to be determined parents and give her a life. So from that day on, Noel and I both said, she's going to be treated like normal and we will do the best we can. And so that sort of was the, the turning point for me. And I wanted to make sure that she had the confidence to get out in the community and show who she is. Coming up, Chris shares how thinking beyond the limitations can create moments for pure joy.
This is Messages of Hope and I'm talking with Chris. Her daughter Rachel was diagnosed with a rare genetic disorder at age three, which has left her at the intellectual age of six or seven, despite being an adult. This has come with significant challenges, but Chris and her husband Noel continue to experience life and joy through Rachel's eyes. Chris, tell me about the Wiggles. Oh, the Wiggles. Oh my goodness. We have been doing the Wiggles for 24 years. <laughs> Most of us and, do it, you know, for, uh, for what, five or six? <laughs> she just loves, 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 loves the Wiggles. She always has. She met the original Wiggles in Adelaide back in 2012, which was absolutely fantastic. And she was like this giggling little fan. It was just, she was speechless. She has a friend, Ryan, who has autism. He loves the Wiggles. So we, we all go to the Wiggles. We all dressed up. Ryan and Rachel, they just get up and they sing and they dance. They don't care who's around them that might be looking at them. Actually, we all get up and dance. And you know what? It's, so, it's such a simple life, a non-judging life when you do things like that. We get to do amazing things because of Rachel. We get to go on playgrounds. Hello, if she was 26 and normal, you wouldn't be doing that. We still experience all of that. Yeah, she's just a happy, happy, happy girl and loves what she's doing. Do you worry about her future? Oh, you always will. We constantly keep um, working at her abilities, obviously trying to get her more independent. You know, naturally one day she will possibly need to live in an independent unit with others, which we don't know, but we can keep striving towards those milestones. We have got a big extended family that I have no concerns whatsoever that someone will always be there for Rachel and will care for her. And God's placed that those people in our life as well. I know that now. I know he will take care of everything. I don't know how, and I can't explain that, but it's, that trust thing, isn't it? it's a trust. It is a massive trust and it is massive in the sense of pray every day. Pray when you're worried, when you're happy, when you're thankful. I can see faith is really important to you. Yeah. The other little thing about Rachel, which I absolutely love, is her faith in Jesus. We don't know how much she understands about Jesus. We talk to her about heaven. She has her nightly devotion with her dad. She loves going to church and sing. This girl, she loves to sing. She loves Jesus. And we want her to keep that faith. We want her to understand about heaven and what's awaiting all of us. So simplicity her simple faith. We can all learn from that, can't yeah, we? Yeah, her simple childlike faith that God wants us all to have, that trust. Let the little children come to me because she will always be God's child. Even as an adult, she will always be God's child. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts about overcoming life's challenges, go to messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au or for a free booklet call 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350. I'm Celia Filkey. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.